0: Welcome back, fellow cornhole friends, to the next episode of the Big Asp Cornhole Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sean, and I'm here with my not-so-silent partner, Dane. Dane, you can't just wave. You have oh, to say something. Oh, my
1: bad, yeah. Hey, everybody. Forgot it's uh, it's podcast, not YouTube.
0: All right, so as is customary to our show, you know, this is our fifth episode already, so uh, let's kick it off. Dane, uh, break down what we're yes. drinking tonight.
1: So we are drinking Purple Haze from Abita Brewing. It is a wonderful raspberry lager. I'm a huge fan of this beer. The only spot I can find it is Cleveland Shop around here. And kudos to you guys, because you found a banger. And cheers to Abita Brewing out in Louisiana.
0: It's going down fast.
1: Oh, it's it's smooth, man. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's a drinkable beer.
0: Extremely fast. All right, so we have another great episode planned for you guys today. Uh, The first ACL National Championships are kicking off this weekend in Florida. So we're going to have some fun with this, and uh, we're going to break it down with... Some players locally and from around the country that we think that, I guess could, for like lack of a better term, make some splashes this weekend. Right. Um, so Cannon maybe some balls. people that are familiar names in the Cornell community and maybe some names that um, we think, you know, ourselves personally that um, could make some splashes, but we're going to have some fun breaking that down. Um, but before we go on to that, league night last night, Dan. Yep, a
1: little, little,
0: little up and down.
1: It was it was up and down, but man, our highs were high and boy were our lows low.
0: <laughs> so we finished three and four on the night. It was one of those nights that if you were off, I was a little on. If you were on, I was way off. Yeah,
1: it was just we we were not meshing. Yeah,
0: it's just it was a weird night. We were trying out some different bags. We Nothing were, against the bags. Not at all, actually. Just one yeah, of those well bad done. throwing nights. You know what I mean? And everyone has those nights and you get frustrated a little bit, but you know,
1: injury. But my, my shoulder was hurting quite a bit. But I won't, I won't take that because I did throw some fucking fire that day. We
0: won't. We won't. <laughs> well, it, you know, if nothing else, all right, so we didn't have the best day throwing, but we did have an inter- uh, interesting scenario last night.
1: That we um,
0: did. It was actually kind of perfect timing. A listener, uh, his name was Brad Anderson, he actually asked us to discuss this, and it, I swear to God, it happened last night. Coincidence. Um, fate. So, Dane, you had, you had thrown a bag, it was a slide shot. And you had another bag already on the edge of the hole. And at first glance, you put the, you, for the slide shot, you put in the hole, right? Yes. And at first glance, I didn't think it was moving, the one that was on the edge. Yeah. So I kind of just signaled to you guys that it was a wash. And then I looked down, and the bag started moving. And we hadn't touched the board, and the other guy's looking at me, and the bag fell in the hole. I had already signaled that it was a wash. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, I already put my points up on the board, and the I guy, was happy with it. I, I think I ended up scoring four points anyway. So,
0: The guy was cool about it. He said, like, hey, he's like, listen, he's like, I don't know the rule. If you want the points, take the points. And I told him, like, listen, no, it's my fault. I should have paid attention a little bit more. The rule says that you can, you're not allowed to touch the bag for three seconds after, like, you can pick it up after three seconds when it stops moving. I couldn't tell if it was moving or not. I looked away for what seemed like a half a second, I looked back and it seemed like it was creeping in the hole. I should, probably shouldn't have signaled so fast, but the guy was cool about it. I guess it's another learning experience. So what did you think about it? I mean
1: you know, honestly I didn't even see it drop. Like I said, like You were turned around, yeah, I turned the around score. and turned around and I was putting the score up and then like I turned back around and you were like looked down and you know showed like gave me the signal and it
0: dropped. Yeah, because the guy the guy was going to reach down for the bags and I think he noticed that it was moving too and it fell and it was before he had picked up any of the bags and he kind of looked at me, and I'm like, "Listen, I, I it was my fault. I already signaled no points, yeah, or honestly. you know, like that, you know, that it was staying up, and I probably would have grabbed it. Um, I think I was taking a sip of beer or something. So it was it was just an intro It was like perfect timing, though, because um, again, shout out to Brad Anderson. Thanks for reaching out for with the question. But um, it, it was just perfect timing how the whole thing worked out. Yeah,
1: and like you know, I'm not one to. To take given points um, yeah. like that, so you know, to me it was not a big deal. Like and wasn't again, it was a, it. it was one
0: of the matches that we won, so. yeah, <laughs> and we yeah. were actually so doing we, well. So. We were playing pretty well, fine. so I
1: was okay with that. But even if we were losing, man, like I, I wasn't, I wouldn't take those points. No, no. I'm sorry. Like it, it is what it is. The bag hung there long enough, in my opinion, to stay up.
0: So. But our first two weeks in D2 have been, you know, two different scenarios. That oh, we've yeah. Talked I the mean, time, I so. it's a little weird. But um, so, you know, our play was up and down, but we had our first experience throwing um, some different bags last that night. We um we did. We threw the Dragon Bag Infernos, the Dragon Bag DNAs, and then Ultra Widows. Yes. Threw all three in warm ups. We did not end up playing with the Widows in a game last night. We both really like the bag, so why don't we just... Let's just go into our thoughts about the Widows. Go and start off.
1: For me, with the Widows, you know, with those... The the little dots that they have on them that slow up the bag on the one side, I refuse to, like, try the washer method with them, so I'm going to break those bad boys in naturally. I feel like it's going to be a couple weeks before they're going to be ready to go, but they, they just come so nice out of your hand. The bag just... Flattens out like <clears throat> flattens out like no other when it hits the board, and uh, it stays straight. Like I, I'm a big fan of that bag. It's like plays right into my speed wheelhouse too. Yeah, I mean,
0: and for me, it. I typically like a faster bag. But when I threw them, they felt good in my hand. Um, very similar. I mean, same size, weight, kind of feel as like the Viper almost. Yeah. It was just a little bit stiff. So we just made the decision. It's not going to really slink in quite, as well as the Infernos. The Infernos, I had washed, done some treatment to them, and those were broken in, ready to go. But in the future, we're really going to like the Widows. I mean, I can see what all the hype is about. I I really did like those bags. I did. So the first game we played with um, the Infernos, and we had warmed up. We were kind of going back and forth with the Infernos the whole time. Um, I really like them. They broke in beautifully. I washed them. I think the
1: one problem was we were playing on... Faster boards than when we were warming up on Correct. it. It threw me off considerably. Like, yeah, so in
0: the league that we play in, um, there's boards near one near the entrance and the door is open often. It seems like the cold weather like I don't it, it definitely affects the it boards. Faster, it yeah. definitely made it a lot faster. So we struggled a little bit in the beginning. That was probably your only really bad game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean That's nice of you. <laughs>
0: But I, I really like them. They're very, very hole forgiving. You get it anywhere close to it, and it's falling. I felt comfortable going for airmails. I mean, all around, I can think that's gonna be very close competing with the Viper for me personally. Yeah. Like if I ever play singles, that's gonna be right up there. I loved it. But so, then
1: on the flip side, we switched it over to the DNA after the, the first game. game. Yeah, yeah, just to, just to try to get a little bit slower. Man, I am a huge, huge fan of that bag.
0: So it, crazy. So it's the perfect speed reduction for last night it was perfect for those boards last night um felt pretty much exactly the same as the infernos just a slower version yeah
1: i mean honestly to me it's like a it's a carpet bag that that has a nice slide to it never had a single kick and it the thing still slinks in even though it's a full bag correct it is it's it's very very well made and you know kudos to to dragon bags you guys got a keeper there yeah maddie
0: you're maddie king another shout out man like a nice solid, bag. solid bag. So we really like both of them. We're going to continue to play with them. Um, Heck yeah. Again, it was our first time really getting to league boards and like competition, actually throwing these bags, so it was kind of nice. And, yeah, uh, and you know, we're, we're the, the only ones about.
1: that go out, like, we throw different bags every time we play, and I know like that might hurt us sometimes. It does, but... I like the fun of it, and it's a challenge. It's you know?
0: show research. Yeah. We need yeah, to do we'll, that. We'll
1: chalk that up.
0: For sure, um, just going into the DNAs a little bit, we had talked about it. The, I didn't really notice much of a speed difference between the two sides of the bag at all.
1: I didn't either. I mean,
0: like, I I mean, a little bit. Yeah, the one side bit. was a little bit faster, yeah. but I, I didn't, I mean, it wasn't at least on those boards last night. I didn't really notice a difference. I yeah. pri- primarily just threw to what's see supposed what to be the slower do, side, like outdoor. Yeah, I feel
1: like that bag outdoor, like, you might see a little bit more of a speed differential, mm-hmm. but. I just the speed of it in general was just it was beautiful for me. I agree. I, was, I, I agree. Was a fan.
0: Yeah, big fan of the bag. So again, Ultra Widows, Dragon Bag Inferno, and Dragon Bag uh, DNA's, all three of them. All three. Really, yeah. really big bands of them. Absolutely. Okay, so now that we're done talking about us and our ups and down episode yeah, and so Lee, let's move,
1: let's move on to the important stuff. All right, so Nationals. Do
0: it. We are going to do a little preview. And the Nationals are in Florida. They start Friday, January thirty first. And um, I posted a link to the ESPN schedule on our page. So if you're on Facebook, check out our page. It's at Big Ass Cornhole Podcast.
1: Why don't you give it a like while you're there, too? Yeah, well you're there.
0: It, you know, know, if you just, just hit the little thumbs well. up button and yeah. give us a like. Um, but it'll have the whole ESPN schedule for when they're doing the broadcast. Um, we're going to start off with some local players and shed some light on them and who we think that might make it on the scene that maybe the rest of the country doesn't really know a whole lot about. Some of these names might be familiar, but for the most part, um, some guys that we're fans of that we've seen play that we think that, hey, if they play at the top of their level, we're going to see them on ESPN. So, Dane, just kind of, let's just go over, uh, start your list off, and we'll go from there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, first and foremost, obviously, you got got Hissner-Henderson, Adam Hissner, Cody Henderson. I mean... They could very well become the local homestead name of Cornhole. Yeah, I mean,
0: they've said before that they want to be the household name of Cornhole. And, I mean, they're there. I mean, pretty much. I mean, they're on ESPN, it seems like, if not every time, like every other time. I mean, they're just phenomenal players. Yeah,
1: and they just just don't seem to miss. They don't. It's baffling. It is. Um, And then, you know, I think... uh, I think we got to look at Brandon Corwin with a new partner in mm-hmm. Devin Harbaugh. I think they uh, they're a very interesting combo for sure. And I I really I mean I see Corwin throw pretty often. The dude is just he's lights out. I he, mean,
0: he's and is there a nicer guy in Cornell? No,
1: I mean he you could walk up to him any time and he is seriously. just genuinely the nicest guy.
0: He really is. I mean if you Brandon if you happen to listen to this, I truly mean that you are seriously one of the nicest guys oh, I've yeah. ever met. On and off the the court. I mean, you're a really nice guy, so you know we appreciate it. But, I had
1: the pleasure of seeing him on Saturday when I was out. So,
0: so we uh, he's ch- he's Brandon's changing a partners. He was with Trey Birchfield. He's yes. now throwing with Devin Harbaugh. I had the opportunity to watch him throw at conferences, and this dude can freaking throw. Yes, he can. My God, is he good?
1: Yeah, watch out for him, everyone. He's uh, he's scary good.
0: Yeah, I and I know um, Trey Ryder brought him up on his show, but. I saw. I, I probably wouldn't have believed all the hype unless I saw it in person at, at conferences. The guy's the real deal. Yeah. He's a really, really good thrower, has all the shots. If those two get hot, I mean, you're going to probably see. And Corwin already has the ESPN experience. Yeah. You pair that with another young, hot player that, you know, maybe somebody might overlook a little bit, they can be a dangerous pair. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. All right, so who else do you got?
1: Uh, and then, uh, you know, some of some people that we know very well in uh, – Eric Anderson and Chad Braun. For sure. Um, I mean, Eric definitely for singles as well. I mean, I think he uh, he's a lights-out singles player. I think a lot of people know that about him. But these two together, I feel like they've been partners for a decent time now, and they're really starting to click. I think uh, they can make a splash. People might not know them. You know, from around the country, but...
0: As a doubles team, it seems like they're, they've been throwing the best recently. Yes. And that's what you want to be throwing your best going into a big competition it's, yeah, it's like this, I would imagine. So, make it. Yeah, and, and it's no doubt. Eric Anderson has all the talent in the world. He has all the shots. I've seen them all. If you haven't checked, um, I think he posted this crazy shot he hit at the last regional when he was playing Chucky Love, where he has pretty much perfected a roll shot now.
1: Yeah. I it's, mean, now that he
0: has that, it's ridiculous. Yes, I mean, the Duke can hit all the shots... I talked to him last night at league, wished him the best of luck. He's confident going in. We're pulling for you. Keep yeah, your head I mean, down. Let's grind it out and get this win and uh we're we're pulling for you, man. We absolutely. we would love to see you get a win. And you
1: mentioned Chucky Love cuz he's another one that I have up there for the doubles and him and Eli Stevens.
0: Dude, that's cool pairing, man. It is like, a cool
1: pairing, dude. Like Eli throws fire. We yeah. all know Chucky Love. I mean, if you don't know who Chucky Love is, the guy is just he's an airmail master. He can he can do it all. And he's
0: kind of like a cornhole guru in Cleveland. Yes. Like he's a bit, he's a, a mentor. I don't know Chucky all that well. I play at the same regional tournament yeah, all the we time get with to him. See him
1: that often, but
0: but I know everyone speaks very highly of him. I've talked to Eli several times. Very nice guy. But they're both really good players. And if we're talking about like the best of like who we're sending up to nationals. Again, they could be a sneaky yeah, team that sneaky, they mean. get hot, and you just never know. And they both throw similar bags. Yep. Um, they both always throw Reynolds. So, I mean, right there, they're both going to be familiar with the, the style of bag that they're throwing. I mean, so and
1: if, if they're throwing the Chucky Love bag, I mean, that's notorious around Cleveland as just being the greatest bag that anyone ever holds in their hand. So. For sure. Um, and then, you know... Uh,
0: Are you uh, Do you have, like, any like dark horse teams? Like, anybody, you know, shot in the dark that... Probably no one else but around here would kind of know.
1: So like for for you and me, um, and I, I'm really hoping that they have a good showing. But it's uh, it's Alan Scoto and Mike Path, yeah, um, for sure. Great guys. Um,
0: yeah,
1: we always face off with Scoto. I, I see him all the time. He's a great guy. Uh, silent assassin. The dude will <laughs> he will drop a ten like he'll drop twelve points on you without even batting an eye, and for sure. he. Uh, and, uh, I mean, Path is, he's fire too. So, I mean, they're, they're another team. If they get hot, man, just just watch out.
0: I'm a huge Mike Path fan. He took a chance on me um, a few months ago this summer. He reached out to me and asked if I wanted to play on a Crew Cup team with him, his significant, his significant other, Christine Papke, and another guy. And I was, like, starstruck that, like, he reached out and, like, wanted me to be on his team. <laughs> so since then, Mike Paff, I'm a huge fan of you. So, again, we're pulling for you. Best of luck this weekend. He did
1: rub it in my face a bit. Oh, for Uh, sure. For the record, though, I would have thrown better than him (laughs) if I was asked. Just want to throw that out there. Um, But it was a long day. It was a
0: long, long day. So, um, anybody else? You good? Yeah, I think I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna end it there. Okay, we'll end it there, and uh, you know. No, no offense to anyone else out of Cleveland. Like, huh. I'm, we are obviously rooting for anyone out of Cleveland Cornhole.
0: Cleveland Cornhole in the, Mid-East, the Mid-East, conference. Mid-East Conference. Yeah, for
1: sure. You guys, like, we've seen your talent. You guys are going to do great. Just do what you do. And honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's several other teams that make a run. This I mean, is just off the top of my head. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, if we took time to put out everyone that was in, like, our would be r- a three conference. three-hour episode. Correct. I mean, there's there's tons of talent. So, so, no hard feelings. We're pulling for anyone in Mid-East Conference. Yes. So, Tip of the cap to you guys. Best of luck. We're hoping you do really well. Now, the rest of the country, all right? I want to make this clear. We're not experts, okay? We're two guys that really like playing hornhole. I tend to be a little bit of a loser. I watch a lot of hornhole at night, okay? So I just I like to watch you. I like to get different strategies and see how guys throw well, he, and everything. He tells
1: me about what he watched. For sure. So you know, I, <laughs> I get caught up that way.
0: So we're just fans who love to watch and play. And this is strictly just our own opinions, okay? So... We're gonna we're just gonna kinda of roll with that. So I'm gonna start with some obvious ones, okay? Ryan Smith and James Washington, okay? Ryan Smith can just straight throw, man. Like he is just ridiculous. He rocks the he rocks that glove. Yeah. Makes it look cool. He's got the backwards hat on. And dude, he's just a phenomenal thrower. And he posted on Twitter the other day this video of him hitting a roll shot.
1: It's a new I shot. I mean, game man.
0: over. I mean yeah. if he can hit that now. I mean, there's nothing the guy can't do. So, if he's playing as well, I mean, he could be a force in singles and doubles. I mean, we've already seen him on ESPN. And probably one of the most epic matches is one of my favorite matches to watch. They lost, but it was the match where they played Sean Short and Jay Dotson. Yes. Holy crap. I mean, it was just unbelievable. If you've never seen it,
1: go check it out. Yeah, seriously.
0: Incredible. So, Ryan Smith, James Washington, obviously a a a big-name team to kind of watch out for. Um, The next one. Another obvious one: Matthew Sorrells, Noah Wooten. Oh yeah, just straight talent on that team. And
1: the Sorrells' hair, I'm telling you, it's a game Something. changer. Everyone, it's so light and feathery. Watch out!
0: I mean, they can hit all the shots. I mean, I don't think there's really a whole lot more you can say. I mean, they're, I mean, they're both phenomenal players.
1: They're, I mean, they're pros, pros
0: for sure. I mean, um, and next one: Jordan Canba, James Baldwin. Another crazy talented teams. I'm gonna be interested to see again because I'm a cornhole loser what kind of bags are they going to throw? Kamba, I know when he was really successful at the top uh top stage, he was throwing pretty tacky bags. Um so is are they going to throw something similar to that or Try yeah, an just, game or you, something, That's what I know? think it's going to turn into. Yeah. I think that their best strategy is going to be block and then you have two really good airmail guys. Um Baldwin's, I mean, known yeah, for hitting he's... just ridiculous airmails. Um Camba, big dude, he can hit a roll, he can hit push shots that not a lot of players can do throwing those really tacky bags, again, they can be another team that, again, two well-known guys. They could, uh, again, I would not be surprised in the least if we saw them Final Four or, you know, even standing in first place at the end of it. Heck, yeah. Um, my personal pick, okay, so if I'm going to pick some a team that I think is kind of the team to watch for, they're not, I wouldn't say they're not well-known they're not dark horses anymore. They're, um, it's Josh Gross and AJ Sims. I, When I first started watching Cornhole, when we first started getting into it, there was two guys that kind of kept popping up in videos I kept seeing. One of them was obviously Matt Guy. Okay, everyone knows Matt Guy's amazing Cornhole legend. And the other one was Josh Gross. I've always been a big fan of his throw style. We'll go into that later. But um, I think that those two, they showed that they won the advanced division last year. They, they both can... They both can throw. They have all the throws. AJ Sims, I love watching him throw because he doesn't throw a flat bag. It's very angled. Yeah, he's got the angle too. And it gives me hope. Because I don't throw like a perfectly flat bag either. But again, I think that if they get hot, watch out. I mean they can beat anybody in the world, and they're kind of a team that I think that I wouldn't again, I would not be surprised if they won it all. At all. Now, an interesting one here. We talked before about Brandon Corwin. Yes. His former partner, Trey Birchfield, is partnering up with Derek King. Both crazy, crazy good players. Yeah. What I would love to see (laughs) selfishly is if they win how awkward would that ESPN interview be? I don't know who would talk.
1: I mean it could just be ten minutes of just air silence. Yeah. With them staring awkwardly in the camera and I would be that would be the best interview of the night. I'm sorry. So if you guys are listening to this, maybe go for that because it would be
0: awesome. (laughs) For sure, for sure. Okay, so um, another team. They were on ESPN last year. Um, Another really good match. Um, The doubles team, Jay Corley and Tyler Poitras. They have great team chemistry when when they play together. Both guys can get hot. Jay has become kind of a friend of the show. He's helped us out tremendously in social media. He's retweeted, liked a whole bunch of stuff. So, Jay, we really, really appreciate it. We're definitely going to have you on the show. I joked with you on Twitter that our people are going to call your people and we'll get something set up. But when you're in Cleveland in March, we're definitely going to have you on the show. We're really wishing you guys the best of luck. I think you guys are going to do very well. I don't think you guys need any luck. You're phenomenal players. As you go down this list you just you get a theme here. Yeah. There's so much talent going to all these nationals. Oh yeah, it's you can pick a name out of a hat. Any one of those guys can win it. At
1: the end of the day, whoever whoever handles the pressure the best
0: 100%. or has the
1: best buzz while they're playing
0: 100%. and doesn't care
1: about the pressure is the one that comes out on top.
0: One hundred percent. So, um, if you would check out uh, Jay Corley on Twitter. It's at Jay Corley. Um again, hoping you guys uh best of luck and uh hope excited to meet you in march when yeah, you come here absolutely. to cleveland that will be awesome another name okay now this is probably a name that in the cornhole community is probably pretty well known um to the outside community probably i don't know how many people have necessarily heard of him his name is drew brown now i've been doing my due diligence and research and i just had to bring this guy up he is a uh, multiple time georgia state champion he's regularly faced off against Noah Wooten. In 2018, he was the 7th-ranked ACO player before he actually switched over to the ACL last year. Now, last year, he had some commitments outside of Cornhole that limited his national attendance. But last year, he partnered with Noah Wooten, and in the Advanced Doubles open bracket, they t- actually took second. And they beat big names like uh, Corley and Potris, uh Price and Geary, etc. Um, and most recently... He won his regional uh, with his partner Glenn, uh, Glenn Gundel against Matthew Sorrells and Noah Wooten. Anybody that yeah. can beat those guys
1: that's, uh, that's a team right there. shows
0: that they are throwing lights out. I reached out to Drew. Again, he's a friend of the show. We're going to have him on the show. Real cool guy. I asked him, you know, what is your confidence level going in? He feels like he is throwing lights out. He's super confident. He likes his chances in doubles, and he likes his chances in singles. I checked out some of his videos. The dude can hit all the shots. He can hit. He can slide around pretty much any bag. If you put a blocker down against this guy, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter.
1: Which is, I mean, you know, a lot of people are all about the airmail. I think that that wraparound shot is becoming a lost art quickly in the game.
0: So I, I reached out to him on Twitter, just asking, you know, like, what do you think the strengths of your games are? And he said, you know, slide shot for sure. He only goes for an airmail if he absolutely has to. And I think that's awesome. That's playing smart.
1: Yeah, you don't you leave less points for sure, you know, on the ground. Like I mean, he's gonna he's gonna for keep sure. at least, you know, the bags up on the board.
0: For sure. Um another reason I'm a big fan, he's his uh he's actually a native of Ohio, so Oh yeah. Yeah, OH. Oh. He's a fantastic follow on Twitter, by the way. Really, really funny guy on Twitter. So if you uh, if you're interested, follow him on Twitter at RealDrewBrown. Brown. Um again, best of luck. We hope you and Glenn do really well at Nationals. And we're looking forward to having you on the show as kind of like a, a recap of this weekend. And uh, we'll set it up for sure.
1: Heck yes.
0: Okay. So that goes over like all of our kind of like, I guess if you want to call it predictions or whatever, it's more of a preview. We're just giving our opinions. But there's a little fun competition going on at Nationals. They are calling it the Super Hole. Okay. Which.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a play on words, but I don't know if that really works. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Correct. I don't know if it really works, but. Ryan Smith and Daniel Jones, and for you cornhole fans that are not football fans, Daniel Jones is the quarterback for the Giants. Is p- playing against Matthew Sorrells and Sam Darnold, who is the quarterback from the New York Jets.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it's it's going to be interesting.
0: It's going to be interesting. Now, Dean, right off the bat, right, you hear those two guys. Who are you thinking?
1: Although you know I am a I am a Ryan Smith fan. Daniel Jones, um, sure, uh, but. I like Sorrells and Darnold. I think Darnold, maybe he got a lot of practice in when he was at USC playing on the beach. Um, I'm hoping, you know, his his football game maybe struggled a little bit this year. Hoping he was practicing cornhole, getting ready for this, uh, the super hole, if you will.
0: It's interesting that you say that because I thought the complete opposite. Daniel Jones just strikes me as more of like, I don't know, just more of a natural athlete. I think that he's just going to kick the shit out of Sam Darnold. I really do. I don't even think it's going to be close.
1: I mean, uh, I think we should maybe put a wager down.
0: I like making this, it though. interesting.
1: Um, what, are we, what are we talking here? Are we talking bags? I think, I think whoever wins gets to choose the bag of their choosing, and the other person has to buy it for them. Ooh, man. And that that includes, you know, Ultra. They got to wait up late night. <laughs> try to wait for them. They got to go in at it. I think that's how we I think that's how we're going to do it.
0: All right, bet. I'll you shake, heard it.
1: Shake my hand. Actually, we'll we'll clink beers. Clink beers. How about that?
0: Cheers. All right. So, you heard
1: it. Set in stone.
0: Sean is taking Can't wait to get Ryan Smith windows. and Daniel Jones and then Dane is taking Matthew Sorrells and Sam Darnold. Don't Ryan let me Smith and
1: Sarell's. I'm che- I'm cheering for the hair.
0: Ryan Smith, if you're listening to this, come on, man. I can use some more bags, even though feed into my addiction here a little bit.
1: I know I am. An Pull this
0: out. It. We but have it, to, yeah, and I'm we're win, we have to get so. together and watch this. By the way, yeah, for sure, we have to. Yeah, I it's well. gonna be full blown shit talking. Love it. I love any sort of competition betting stuff like that. It's Is I'm all for it. So that's, that'll be fun. It'll make the Super Bowl more fun.
1: I guess. Yeah. I mean, we'll see.
0: <laughs> and that um, that is actually airing. Uh, I think it's airing an hour before the Super Bowl. I think it's five o'clock. It's airing on ESPN two. Uh, yes. I'll put po- if you um if you're listening to this, I'll post um I'll post the link to the, the information on it on our Facebook page. Again, that's at Big Asp Cornhole Podcast. And again, while you're there, give us a like.
1: Just a you know, little thumbs up goes a long way, guys.
0: Okay, so we've gone over the our like our little national preview. We've gone over our bet. Indeed. I wanted to do something a little bit different. Okay, we're not having an uh, an interview or anything on the show today. It's just us shooting the shit, drinking. Too much beer? Um, there's,
1: no. There's not enough beer in the world to be too much beer. Right, How true. dare you?
0: That's true. Okay, so what I wanted to do is go over our personal favorite throw styles. This is not who we think is the best player in the world. Just when we see them throw, we think it just it looks nice or interesting yeah. or just something about it. You know what I mean? So I thought it would be kind of fun to kind of go back and forth, pick three guys that you see them throw, and you're like, I love it. And just give the reason why. So let's start with you. Go run down through your list here.
1: Well, I mean... Uh,
0: I'm going to open up another beer here while he's... Yeah, first uh, and foremost, his list.
1: You know, I've been throwing his name out a lot with uh, Sorrells. And he's uh, he's got that feathered quaff of hair. And I'm telling you, every time he throws the bag, there's just this gentle flick to it. And it's so majestic. I feel like it maybe just wills the bag into the hole every time for him and uh plus he wears those short ass shorts you know uh you know little timmy jonas style even shorter than timmy jonas it is which isn't even more impressive he must work out yeah he definitely does his squats and uh yeah so he's he's one of my my top three Um, okay Another one I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with two local boys to finish it up, just Ooh. because I see them throw That's true. M- okay. most often. That's true, okay. I so. like that. First one is Chad i Have you <laughs> never seen this guy throw? I <laughs> loved it. It I is do. awesome. I love his release. He gets so low to the ground. I feel like his knuckles are scraping the ground every time, and he has this long, dramatic step and then, like, leg kick at the end. Like, he leaves his back foot up in the air. It is... It's something to see. I mean, he, the guy is phenomenal. Very athletic. Like, yeah, very athletic, and like it shows in his throat because he has so many components to it. But man, it is it's fun to watch. And then the last one, I'm gonna go with Eli Stevens because dude, if you guys stand, he's a monster of a man. He's a this tank, guy. Dude. I mean, it looks like he could just lift a car, put it on his shoulder, and walk out the building. The guy is a he monster. Might. He seriously might. He yeah. has he has the softest touch you'll ever see he he's crazy And it is. the guy has so much wrist action when he goes to throw a bag and his bag comes out so perfectly flat it is so impressive to watch so if you ever get the chance to see either of those two local boys throw I'm telling you watch them it's fun to watch
0: for sure for sure what are
1: your what are your three here
0: so my first one all right when I first started watching hornhole when I first started playing hornhole I used to have a big step okay I've recently changed. I stopped stepping. I think it's helped me a little bit, but that's for another episode. So, my first one was Matt Guy. Okay. I loved his style, his big step, his throw. And when I first started playing, a lot of the more advanced players would come over and be like, you know, you should really eliminate the step. You know, you're, there's too many components, blah, uh, blah, yeah, blah. But
1: Matt Guy doesn't. Yeah,
0: that's exactly. <laughs> what I'd be like, listen, I saw the best player in the freaking world and he steps every time and he's good. So, I can do it too. I just, I love his throw. He has all the shots. It just looks perfect to me. I mean, when he throws it, I mean, so that's why it's my it's my favorite of all time. Fair um, enough. The next one is Adam Hisner. No, yes. he is just a straight shotgun when he throws it. He throws sticky side down and he throws it freaking hard. And I think the reason I like it so much is because I could never throw like that. Like I just don't have that yeah. throw like in my arsenal. And he has so much movement on his bag. The fact that he can get a right to left hook. It's just crazy. I mean, the fact some of the bags that he's able to move around, and the spin, and how much wrist wrist action he gets at the end of his throw, it's just incredible. So, I mean, again, I I love his throw, and I think it's mostly because I'm jealous of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, and you'll you'll never see his bag go above his eye level. No, it's like, crazy. Even his even his air mails, he doesn't even go you know over the top. He just he just cruises it right in there.
0: Correct. Now, my third one. Okay, I already kind of uh, talked about him a little bit before. Josh Gross. Okay, if you haven't seen the guy throw. He was on ESPN last year, but he's got a phenomenal throw. He's got, I think, the best follow through. And when I know I'm playing my best, I follow through really well. And when I'm playing like crap, it's something I need to remind myself about. But he, again, is another guy with tons of wrist action at the end. He follows through really nice. I love the arc of his bag. His kind of throw to me, he could throw any type of bag. It doesn't have to be a slow bag. He could probably he could put a touch and play a faster bag. It, it just it's one of my favorite throws. Um, I just think it looks perfect. It's, it's effortless when he yeah throws. it is. I mean it's just it, it's really good throw. Really like it. So but yeah. So that was good.
1: Hey, you know, those are those are our bag throwers.
0: You so know, our uh,
1: favorite three.
0: So now it's. Plug time. I wish I had, like, a rap horn or something I can yeah. hit for plug time. Ba, 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 yeah, for sure. You know,
1: a little EDM. For sure. You know, horn going on. So
0: just a few people we want to kind of uh, give thanks to or shout out a little bit. The first one is Bully Bags, okay? They're out of St. Louis, and it's a husband and wife combo. Um, Tommy and Jacqueline. They're newer cornhole, like, clothing brand. Yeah. I love their logo. Yeah, heck yeah, it's a cool their logo. Their shirts they came out with are freaking sweet. Um, I haven't placed my order yet. It's Speaking of that... The orders are due by January 31st. So
1: get on there soon.
0: So if you're on Facebook, check them out. Um, It's at Bully Bag. I'm sorry. It's at Bully Bags Cornhole. And Bully is B-U-L-L-I-E. So Bully Bags Cornhole on Facebook. Check them out. They have information on how you can pay for the shirts. The orders for their first shipment of shirts needs to be in by January 31st. So check them out. Really cool stuff. We love supporting up-and-coming, you know, cornhole-type companies. So um, they've been really cool about everything. So I thought I, this is a perfect opportunity to kind of shout them out, try to get their name out there a little bit Absolutely, more, even yeah. though they seem like they're blown up. I mean, they've gotten tons of likes on Facebook, and stuff is shared all over the place. Well, it's so. easy
1: when you're putting out good product.
0: For sure, I for mean, sure. So we wish you guys really the best nice. of luck. It seems like you guys are putting out really cool stuff. I love, love their logo. Yeah, we'll, we'll really get badass. Orders in soon for yeah, you for, you guys, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I, I wanted to thank Doug Coombs. Our Canadian friend, yes, for mentioning us on his um, his video cast. Uh, he has a show on YouTube called Down and Back with Corn Doug. Um, Cito Soto was on the show. Um, he's had a few other guys. Um, I think Kitchen was on the show. Uh, Trey Ryder was on the show. Um, it's a really interesting show. So if you're looking for something and you're a cornhole enthusiast, check him out on YouTube. Again, it's Down and Back with Corn Doug. Um, and we're looking forward to meeting our Canadian friends in March.
1: Hopefully you can teach me how to make a decent poutine, if you For sure,
0: yeah. There's supposed to be a decent contingency coming down to Cleveland from Canada, so we're looking forward to meeting you guys all. All right. Thank you for everybody that participated on Facebook and sent us pictures of their, um, like, quote-unquote, bag arsenals. It It really, it made me feel better about myself a little bit. Now, the picture we just posted before we started recording this—that was our bags combined. But we kind of share anyways because we go to pretty much the same tournaments all the time. For sure. You
1: know, we we shared parents. Why can't we share bags? Right. I like that. I like that.
0: So the top three that I saw that were the most impressive were Nicholas Howell, and again, if I'm butchering names, I apologize. I'm trying my best. Mario Estrada, and David Case. All three really impressive. Yes, they had a nice variety of bags. It wasn't just necessarily massive quantities, but speed types of bags, companies, all that stuff. And if they, you
1: look at our photo, it's the same thing. Like love we it. We have love every it. range under the sun.
0: So again, Nicholas Howell, Mario Estrada, David Case, thank you very much for taking the time, posting the picture, you know, just interacting with us. We love that on social media. It's awesome. So we do really appreciate it. And finally. We want to wish safe travels yes. to all players, okay, and especially our friends from Cleveland Cornhole who are traveling to the first national in Florida. We wish you guys the best of luck, and we hope everybody does well. We know there can only be one winner, but we hope everyone does well, has a good time, and is safe getting down there. So, anything else?
1: I mean, I think uh, there is one thing that we need to to mention, and please, the sports world was was shocked. Um, the death of Kobe Bryant hangs heavily on everyone across the world, and uh, you know we just want to wish his his family, you know, prayers and everything. And
0: all nine people. Yes, I mean mean,
1: it was uh, yeah everyone. It was it was a horrible tragedy, and you know everyone in the sports world look out for for them. Like it was uh it sucked. I mean I feel we always shouted Kobe when we went for airmails for sure. And I mean it's not going to change. We can't let that tradition die. Yeah, for sure. And uh, get that man in the hall of fame now.
0: Yeah, let's for get sure. him in. For sure, for sure. So I think that's a good uh, spot to kinda end this. Wrap it yeah, up. Yeah,
1: sorry to sorry to put a damper at the I end know. of the episode. But sorry. you know, it's it's on everyone's mind, so
0: for sure. Well, continue to send us topics, ideas, scenarios you find yourself in when you're playing matches. Um, we're gonna be watching a ton of cornhole this weekend. Yes we will. I can't wait. Um I'm going to be glued to the TV. I'm going to be glued to my phone. I recently subscribed to the ACL Digital Network so I can watch everything cuz I again I'm a huge loser like that.
1: I'm going to be on a little ski trip this weekend so I will have it on my phone, but maybe I'll watch while I'm skiing.
0: Rich boy over here, huh? All right. So we're going to br- and then uh, so next episode, we're going to break down some of like like my favorite matches and your favorite yeah. matches that we got to see. Yeah. Um
1: We'll do, we'll the, do a we'll quick
0: recap of the weekend. Yeah, we're hoping to have a guest on. I'm gonna reach out to a few different people, but we're hoping next episode to have a guest on. Um, and we'll have some fun. We'll have some more beer.
1: That's a definite. That's the one thing that we will do. And speaking of which, we, uh, you know, another shout out to Abita Brewing for giving us this wonderful purple haze beer.
0: Badass um, looking can too.
1: Yes, it is. It's an awesome can. You guys are doing uh, Louisiana proud. It's a uh, it's a great beer
0: for sure. Just keep for sure. It up. So, again, thank you to everyone that's listening. Continue to hit us up on Twitter. Um, On Twitter, it's at Big Asp Cornhole. And then on Facebook, it's... At Big
1: Asp Cornhole Podcast. And don't forget, that is with a P. It is Big Asp. As always. Enunciate the P.
0: And always, we hope you throw it straight. And it's nothing but four baggers from here on out. Cornhole it. Later.